Welcome to Retirement Income Solutions with the team at Security First Asset Management. If you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, are ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in Middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen. Plan. Thrive. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. They are local wealth advisors here in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management, serving you. Find them online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com, or you can reach out to the team and call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Gentlemen, hello. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hey. Well, thank you, man. How are you? Oh, it's great to be with you as always. We're just right in the middle of football season. I know we were just talking off air about the Bulldogs, how they're off oh, to yeah. a great start, but can they finish? That's the question we're all asking. They can. They got it this year. This is their year, I think. You I, think? I think so. Well, you can't overlook somebody just to the west of us here. Nope. That's true. Well, we don't talk about them. We don't talk about them. We don't talk about them. We don't say the A word around here. No, we don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of football left to play, but man, always excited to follow the dogs and hope we can have a repeat of last year with maybe a different outcome at the end of the season. Hey, hey, we're all hoping. Don't jinx it. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Got it. Well, gentlemen, as always, I believe you have a fact of the week for us. Kick it off, Bill. Okay. The source is the World Bank. I guess we can can we agree on that that they maybe the source is good? I hope so. The World well, Bank, the we, World you know, Bank. We give them some credibility. Let's do it. According to data from the World Bank, the share of the world's population living on less than a dollar 90 a day, inflation adjusted by the way, declined to under 10% in 2015 from a high of 44% in 1980. Wow. wow. So over my lifetime, we've gone from 44% down to 10% of people living in that kind of poverty. Yeah. That's good. A, that says a little bit of something about, you know, how much uh, business and capitalism can help the world come out of poverty. Doesn't I it? think so. I think a lot of it has to do with uh, with a lot of uh, philanthropic yeah. programs throughout the world, like from people like the Gates Foundation. And they were there. Doing a lot in the, some of those African countries. Uh, yeah, and freedom. You know, like freedom. countries that have gotten to be where they have a little more economic freedom, like China, sure. yeah, probably helps them too. Yeah. Oh. I, had heard, I had heard that Bill Gates is involved in so many different things throughout the world. I'm not here to promote Bill Gates, but I did find out something interesting from him. What's that? He doesn't mow his own yard anymore. <laughs> What's he do? He's too darn busy. He hires it out. <laughs> What a surprise. <laughs> what a surprise. Well, I don't mow mine anymore either. Hey, Same reasons? Same reason. I don't have the time. Well, remember. I don't, I, remember I don't have his money. <laughs> remember, guys, Forrest Gump kept mowing his grass after that Apple investment went so well for him. So That's true. If you like mowing good, grass, there's nothing wrong with that. It's true. He's probably a good no, role model for anybody. Nothing wrong with it at all, but I uh, thought it was kind of cute that he didn't mow his own yard. <laughs> It is, it is. And it is cool to see that uh, efforts are being made worldwide to alleviate poverty and and get global income up, I mean, to get living wages up and whatnot. I actually talked with a local gentleman who starts businesses 
in Kenya. He networked with this guy who legitimately was born in a slum, but the guy was great with cattle. So together they partnered up, this American gentleman and this Kenyan businessman, and they started a dairy farm. The dairy farm did so well that now they're able to use the money to send kids in the community to school and to start other businesses. And so this guy who was born in the slum is now this turning into this local business entrepreneur. That's I see awesome. that. There's probably many, many stories just like that. Yeah. Just go back and let's think about those 10% for a moment. There's still 10% of the world population living on less than $2 a day. Yeah, it's crazy. So we got a ways to go yet. You can't even buy a Big Mac for two bucks, can you? I don't, I don't think you can. I don't That's, think you can. I haven't bought one. On, I don't want one, but uh, two bucks seems like uh, not much. Yeah, I saw where Amazon the other day went up to, they raised their minimum wage to 15 an hour for all their workers. Really? Did you guys hear about that? I did That's going to put about pressure. That. That's going to put some pressure on uh, other businesses. Yeah. Now they're cutting pension benefits and all kind of 401k stuff, but the wage went to 15. So Okay. So that means you've got to do it yourself. I guess so. You can't spend it all. You've got to save some of it. I mean, that's long been the debate, right? Is do you do that, the pros and cons of paying $15 an hour, like a living wage? Yeah. Yeah. I think the fear with all these corporations sitting on so much cash is what do we do with it? If we raise wages and do all these things, then the economy turns south. Talking know, talking stuck. about cash, I heard another fact. I read another fact that was interesting now that we're talking about facts. The first quarter of 2018 brought $300 billion from overseas money from U.S. corporations wow. back into the U.S. That's what we'd hope for. See there? Yep. Another fact. It's a lot of money. That's what we want. And it's certainly exciting to see these opportunities being created for folks. And, of course, we want to remember that, like both of you said, that when it comes to global poverty, this is something that we need to continue to fight and need to continue to create jobs. And so it's exciting uh, to see even here in the U.S. jobs coming back and revenue coming back into the country. It's certainly good to see a booming economy. Uh, Of course, if something is wrong, that's actually what I want to talk about today. But we want to talk about your own personal financial situation. And a lot of times, guys, if you drive an old clunker or even if you have a new car, you might have noticed that sometimes when things are wrong, something will light up on that dashboard, right? The dreaded check engine light comes on or something of that nature. I'm sure you've all dealt with that before, right? That's the unknown. You yeah. don't know what that light means most of the time, right? Yeah. You've got to change your blinker fluid every now and then. <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> when you're on a long road trip and you don't know if it's that or if it's... Your blinker uh, fluid. <laughs> the canooter valve. <laughs> the left phalange. Yeah. Yeah. All seriousness, it is kind of scary when those lights go off because today we don't know what's going on. Well, it is. Was, you, you never know if it's blinker f- fluid, so to speak, <laughs> or if it's a real problem and you're going to be yeah. stuck on the side of the road that's right but they are an indicator that something is wrong and i think in that same area we've kind of identified some warning lights or red flags if you prefer to call them that in your finances so as an example if you've ever pointed out or if you've ever realized that you have no idea what it costs to fund your lifestyle that's probably a little warning light going off that something needs to be addressed Yeah, absolutely. So part of our process with our lifetime income blueprint, when people come in, we kind of we want to tell them about these warning lights and people want to know if they can retire. The first thing we circle back to is, well, how much do you need to spend? What's your current budget? And you'd be surprised how many people don't 
don't know that. That should be a financial warning light. There's no way you can know if you can afford to retire and how comfortable your retirement will be unless you know how much you need to spend today. You know, so it's a it's a super important thing to know. And if you don't know it, don't feel bad about it. But you should go ahead and figure that out. Absolutely, and, and it happens all the time. Most of the folks we meet with, I say, majority of them don't really know what their lifestyle expenses are. Yeah, we can help you figure that out, though. You bet. It's part of the process. Call into the office, of course, at 800-987-1443. Leave a message for the guys, and they'll get back to you. First thing on Monday, that number is 800-987-1443. We're talking about financial warning lights. Hopefully not to be confused with that dreaded check engine light. We've already established you never quite know uh, how accurate those are. But if you're sitting there and you're focused on attaining a certain net worth or account balance before you retire... That could be a warning light in the way you think about your finances. It is. I mean, who knows what the number is? You don't know how much money you need, how much income you need, until you know how much money you're spending. So being focused on generating a bucket of money, our focus should be focused on how much income we need to generate in retirement, not how much money we need to accumulate. So we need to be focusing on income and not a bucket. The bucket creates the income. We have to have the bucket. We need to focus on what we're going to need and uh, what type of lifestyle we're going to live. That's well said, Bill, that idea of thinking about income and some areas of wrong thinking here. That's what we're getting into. Another area of wrong thinking, a warning light you might have, is if your mental image of retirement is based on what your parents had. So, you know, parents sat on the front porch sipping sweet tea. That's just not retirement these days, now is it? No, it's not. You know, people should not compare themselves today. Like, for example, folks today are living a lot longer than they were uh, in the past. So if your parents, you know, retired in their early 60s, your life expectancy may be a lot longer than theirs due to the advancement in health care and technology. You have to look at your own specific situation. It needs to be individualized to you and your family or your spouse. We have to think about the differences that you have. For example, health care costs over the course of your retirement is likely to dwarf the health care costs that your parents paid. In fact, they probably, maybe they had a pension. Not very many people today have pensions. So we have to think about things in different ways and account for those health care costs. They really surprise people. Now, I have some clients that are retiring now, and they estimate that half, half of their expenses in retirement will be health care related. And uh, they happen to have a health situation that they have to pay a little bit more for, but that's not uncommon, you know. So you really need to think about the, the cost of health care of your retirement, the fact that you may live a decade longer than your parents, and don't just use uh, them as an example. Guys, let's get into distress as an example of a warning light as well. If you get worked up about current events, things in the news, the stock market, because of the impact that you think they'll have on your portfolio, that really is a sign that maybe you need to de-stress. You know, you need to meet with somebody and talk through some of those things and get a healthier idea of the market's effect on your portfolio. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's a different mentality uh, that we need to focus on when we actually physically retire uh, as far as our investing I would say that if you're losing sleep because of market fluctuations or what's happening overseas, whether it be China or anywhere else, or even presidential elections or the divide we see in our country today politically, if those things are causing you to lose sleep about fluctuations and and loss of your hard-earned money, then you're probably taking more risk than you should. And, And we believe you need to understand the risk you're taking with your money. 
uh, especially if you're just now approaching retirement or, or in the first few years of retirement, you can ill afford to have lots of uh, downtime, lots of downward movement in your values of your investments, especially if you're needing to take those monies and create income. And finally, gentlemen, if you think nursing home expenses will take care of themselves, I know this is something that nobody likes to think about, but if that's your thinking towards long-term care, maybe if you think, I'm not even going to have to go to the nursing home, that could be a serious warning light that you need to address in your financial life. Yeah, it can be a huge, huge mistake to overlook the cost and expense of that, think that it'll never happen to you. In fact, you should think the opposite. It's likely to happen to all of us. 70% of people will need some form of long-term care, whether it be in their home, and nursing home, assisted living. And if you go into a nursing home, the average length of stay is around 29 months. And so really you shouldn't ignore it. You shouldn't pretend like it is not going to happen to you because it happens the majority of the time. And, you know, there's ways to plan for it. At the very least, you should account for the expense of it just to see if you could handle it. For example, we can run part of our processes, lifetime income blueprint processes, to factor in the cost of health care on your, on your retirement portfolio value and see how it would impact it, how long your assets would last if you needed to go into a nursing home. And one thing a lot of people overlooked is if you end up needing to go in for care, what about your spouse? You know, if you spend most of your assets on, on yourself or on your spouse, how's that surviving spouse going to be able to maintain their, their lifestyle and enjoy life? So do not pretend like nursing home expenses won't happen. The good news is there's things that you can do. There's some been some nice products and solutions that have come out, some tax law changes uh, in recent years that can help you plan and uh, be able to have something in place to handle that. If you omit uh, a lot of the things that we've been talking about today, if you if you pass over the, the eventuality you may need some care at some point in time and say you're going to fund it yourself, then you basically are putting yourself at a, at a great risk because not understanding the impact of beforehand can be very devastating in the long term. So if you're listening to this right now, maybe you're thinking, oh my goodness, I've got some of these warning lights going off in my head right now. I can see the red lights. What am I going to do? I think this is where we encourage you. Don't you know? Don't freak out about your finances. You can get help and you can get ahead or you can dig out of that hole you're in. You just need to work with the right folks to do so. Bill, Daniel, if somebody's listening right now and they have questions, if they're a little freaked out, what do they need to know? What does it look like when they come in for a visit with your team and how are you able to help folks out? The best thing I can recommend is just to sit down with us. We'll walk you through a step-by-step process to make sure that you have a plan in place. Most people do not have a written financial plan. They're not sure if they can afford to retire. They're not sure if they're on track. We can help you figure that out. We need your help, too, because, you know, it's a team effort. We, we plan in hand-in-hand with our clients. So we'll help you figure out, uh, if you don't have a budget, what your budget may should look like. What kind of things should you include in it in retirement? What are health care costs going to look like? How do we handle market risk? The bottom Bottom line is you need to plan now so you can thrive in the future. Sometimes we get complacent when times are good, but really this is the best time to plan ahead to make sure you're ready for retirement. So if you're in the Macon, Dublin, Warner Robins area, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith are your local wealth advisors there at Security First Asset Management. They're ready to serve you. Reach out to the team with your questions, with your concerns. If you've seen those warning lights go off, give them a call at 800-987-1443. That's 
800-987-1443. They'd be happy to answer any questions you have and provide you with a complimentary review of your situation. All you have to do is reach out and call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions. I'm here with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. More to come next on the show. We'll be taking your listener questions here on the way. It's getting to know you time. Well, it is time to get to know Bill and Daniel just a little bit better here on Retirement Income Solutions. I'm chuckling a little bit because I just heard Bill off air talking about this one a little bit. It's a kind of amusing question we have this week. What's something, guys, that you told yourselves you'd never do when you were younger, but now you find yourself doing it all the time? It's the classic, I'm going to be totally different from my parents, and then you turn out the exact same way. Oh, there's so much similarities between me and my dad, it's it's even humorous, but... uh... You know, you as young people, I, th- I think we, you know, we're going to be different, but we're some total of all our experiences. And my dad had some funny quirks, I think, that I now have myself. But uh, I'm not going to disclose what they are. But, uh, <laughs> don't want to get uh, myself in trouble on the radio here. <laughs> no, but. I don't want to do that. But that, I mean, we're so much alike in so many different ways. It's incredible to me. And not only that, is a every now and then I take a look at a picture of myself and look at a picture of my dad. And I'm thinking. Oh my gosh, do we look alike. I mean, it's incredible how much alike we look. Maybe that's the reason my mother used to kind of stare at me a little bit before she passed away. Maybe she thought she was seeing her husband. Maybe so. (laughs) Maybe so. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, I I didn't think I'd ever look like Dad. Daniel, what about you? Well, when I was younger, I used to hate working in the yard. I used to hate picking up pine cones. I used to hate doing pine straw and mowing the grass. Now I find myself enjoying being out really? in the yard. Really? Yeah. I've got a yard you can take care of then. I only like to do mine. Oh. Hey, <laughs> Shucks. I, hear, I hear Bill Gates has a yard you can do as well from that earlier segment. <laughs> yeah, he's probably got some kind of laser beam that would shoot me if I got too close. But yeah, I, I really do. I enjoy being outside, especially when it's not 95 degrees, which, you know, here it That's is about, about six months out of the year <laughs> it yeah. is here but uh, yeah I, I really do i enjoy uh, being outside working in the yard now and i despised it when i was younger now i don't have pine trees and pine cones uh, where i have to pick up so I, I did avoid that piece of it well i do so if you want to remember just come over there's plenty of pine cones <laughs> i can send a crew that can cut down those trees for you <laughs> yeah that- that would be bad, too. Yeah. Have no shade. <laughs> if you want a bit of nostalgia, you can go and pick up Bill's pine cones in your spare time, and you'll, there you rem- go. you'll remember you why remember. you hated it to start with. There you go. We've got plenty yeah. of them. Come on over. I'll keep that in mind. Well, there you go. Bill and Daniel, it sounds like turning into their parents right before our eyes. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions. More financial talk on the way next. Now back to Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management. They're local wealth advisors serving you in middle Georgia. We want you to listen, plan, and thrive. That's their mantra, and we hope to help you do that on today's show. You can reach out to the team by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Now, guys, part of what we love doing on the show is just hearing from folks 
around town. If you're in Warner Robins, you're in Macon, uh, you know, anywhere in between, we really want you to write in. We'd love to hear from you. You can submit your questions online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. This is one of our favorite segments of the show. We've considered doing a all-mailbag edition of the show before. Maybe we'll have to do that someday. But let's kick it off with a question from Ben and Macon. Ben says, I've owned my business for 20 years, and I'm thinking about retirement. Within the next three to four years, he says, am I better off to try and sell the business or retain ownership and hope my employees can run it effectively without me actually being there? Well, Ben, that's a good question. You know, it always comes down to your goals, your personal goals, dreams, aspirations. What are you looking to do? I don't know your age. Uh, if you've owned it for 20 years, I'm assuming you're, you're probably around retirement age, but it's an important thing to know. If you want to have income in retirement you know you can you can get it from your business of course as one source of income retaining ownership really it's it's really a personal preference how you want to do it selling it outright having your employees run it uh, it's probably unlikely for you to have your employees run it without you being involved at all you'll probably want to stay involved at some level i would think if your employees are running it but uh you know, these are important questions to, to ask yourself, and uh, having your goals up in mind ahead of time are the most important thing, and understanding your personal station and situation in life, how much income you need, are you married, you know, because this is a big decision, and trying to figure out the right way of going about it will impact the rest of your life. Yeah, especially, Ben, uh, I mean, I'm sure you've kind of birthed the baby, so to speak, and it's going to be tough for you to make decisions, uh, whether to sell or move on, but... Uh, the absence of a plan in place uh, brings up all kinds of doubt in your mind. So we suggest that maybe you sit down and have a chat with us and let's help you identify your goals and find ways to create the plan that works for you best. Well, thanks for writing in, Ben. We appreciate your question. Let's move over now to Olivia. Olivia writes in from Warner Robins, and she says, Our long-term care premiums are going up this year, and pretty significantly. Should we just pay the extra cost or cancel it and take our chances? Olivia, thanks for uh, sending us an email on this important topic. Uh, this is an area that we find uh, quite often. Uh, not everybody purchased long-term care insurance, obviously, because the percentages are pretty low. But those who did, did it for a reason, and, uh, and it's great planning, and we commend you for doing so. But what we found over the last few years is that the cost of the insurance does go up significantly, on, in most cases, on an annual basis. And uh, the best advice we could give you is to let's take a look at it. Uh, we can help you or whoever helped you secure it initially can can give you the options you have available moving forward. But you're probably going to see increasing uh, premiums moving forward. And we would never tell you to uh, just let the thing lapse and and just walk away from it. That, that's obviously an option. But uh you have to consider why did you buy it to begin with and the purpose it has for you, the peace of mind that it may give you, and, and look at the cost moving forward. There are some things that can be done with the with your current policy to help reduce some of the cost by reducing some of the benefits, and uh, you can only know that by actually taking a look at it and, and looking at the different options, and I would suggest that you uh, get good counsel and guidance and uh, from somebody that understands uh, what you have and we'd be happy to do that. We'd walk through the policy with you and help you understand what you now presently have, what the cost moving forward is going to be, and how you can maybe manage those uh, premiums moving forward by looking at some of the options and reducing some of the benefits you currently have if it's in your best interest. 
This is Retirement Income Solutions, where we want you to listen, plan, and thrive. We're taking your listener questions out of the mailbag today. These are some of the best questions that have been emailed in to us. To have your question featured on the show, you can write in to completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. We love hearing from you. It's one of our favorite portions of the show. And we're going to take one now from Grace. Grace is in Perry, and Grace says, My dad died just six months ago, and I'm a little worried about my mom, who's in her late 70s, and is now in charge of handling the investments for the first time in her life. I think we've heard this one before, or this type of scenario before, gentlemen. She says, I don't know much about it myself, so what should I tell her to do? Well, you know, Grace, I tell you what, that's a that's a tough situation. It's something we've dealt with many times is helping people walk through that uh, particular situation in life. I would recommend, first of all, not putting all the burden on, on your mother. Bring her in. Let's sit down together and look at everything. It can be an overwhelming task if you've never dealt with it. And trying to not just learn about all the information, but still at the same time grieving the loss of a spouse, it's, it's an overwhelming scenario. But we certainly want to help walk you through it. We want to make sure that everything is structured properly, especially if there's any inheritance involved, getting the right types of accounts set up. You want to think about not just the investments, but the tax implications now and trying to make sure everything's done properly, that required minimum distributions still uh, come out and everything is, is met. All the income needs continue smoothly. If Social Security is involved, making sure that that's taken care of properly. And we're here to help. We don't want you to feel overwhelmed. If you don't know a lot about it yourself, I'd strongly recommend you and your mother both come in and talk to us. Yeah, and, and Grace as well, uh, what's important to note is that uh, you indicated in your message to us that uh, you nor your mother have little experience at all in managing uh, any type of investments. So what's critical here is you don't make uh, decisions uh hastily here but you understand uh, exactly what you have understand the risk that you're taking and uh, understand the options that you might have to be able to uh, make the investments fit what uh, what your goals are long term so that you don't uh, incur any any losses that would be significant to the well-being of uh, of your mother so we'd encourage you to give us a call and um, let's sit down and talk about your situation with you and your mother and uh See if we can't offer some value to you and help you uh, make the right decisions moving forward so that you can have peace of mind yourself personally and your mother can continue to thrive in retirement. Yeah, thanks for writing in, Grace. And I'll, I'll speak from personal experience here. My family went through something very similar when my dad passed away. Uh, the difference being that my mom, when he got sick, you know, sometime earlier, was able to start getting more and more involved in the finances. And she says now that she's so glad that she did because it helped her to get on that same page and prepare her. That's not to say that, you know, you're in trouble now. Of course, we. it's never too late to get started and you can learn to take over that, uh, that role your mom can learn to master her own finances and to, uh, to be independent in that, and there's help to be had there. So we wish you the best with that. And as always, if you need to reach out to the team, we're here for you. Guys, what does it look like when somebody comes in for that first visit? You know, maybe it's a situation like this, or maybe it's just somebody wanting to kind of, you know, dot the I's and cross the T's before they retire. I know you guys have a spectrum of folks who come in to visit in all sorts of situations. What's it look like just to sit down with you and the team? Well, Mark, you know, we're very passionate about what we do. Our, our sole purpose is to help people understand where they are financially and help them put plans together that uh, will create for them a, a, a lifetime of 
of success financially where they can thrive in retirement and, and not just get by. So our planning process is, is, as Daniel mentioned earlier, is what we call the Lifetime Income Blueprint. It encompasses all types of uh, review and uh, planning based on all aspects of what we call the Retirement Income Puzzle, where we deal with taxes, what taxes can impacts can be on us, what health care risks that we're taking, market risks that we might be taking, and and uh, longevity risks. What does it look like if we live longer than our parents did, longer than we expect? So we, we do a holistic approach. And so if you come in and meet with us, it's all about you, about helping you identify what your goals and aspirations are in retirement. And we're going to help you identify what your must-haves are, what your lifestyle needs and wants are. And then we're going to help you understand how you can then fund those so that you thrive in retirement. So if you are interested in walking down that process at a, at a no cost and no obligation, that's what we do. Of course, to reach out to the team, you can call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. That is your number to get in touch with Bill and Daniel, the team at Security First Asset Management. Come in, get answers to your questions about your finances. Let them help you craft a plan that'll get you to and all the way through what we hope will be a meaningful retirement. Again, get some answers and get a complimentary review of your current financial situation. All you have to do is pick up that phone and dial 800 987 1443. That's 800-987-1443. Hope to help you however we can. Again, that number is 800-987-1443. Well, Bill, Daniel, as always, we'd like to thank you for joining us and we look forward to doing it again next week. Well, thank you, Mark. Thank you, sir. We'll do it all again next time on another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.